You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. I'm Eric Van Johnson. It is January 5th, 2023, and you're listening to episode 317 of PHP Ugly, a weekly podcast brought to you live on the internet every week, Thursday around 9 on YouTube. Just come join us, youtube.com slash phpugly. If you care to be part of the live audience, you can pop into our Discord at discord.phpugly.com. Hang out with us, chat with us during the show. It kind of go, goes back and forth. They're a rich source of entertainment and content for the show. To be quite honest with you, we've run out of things to talk about like a couple of years ago, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I am here with a couple of my PHP developer friends who make a living every day programming with PHP programming language. And this show, this week, I forgot to verify this, but we have at least one sponsor. Do we have two sponsors? I do not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to call two sponsors for this week, and then we'll see you about next week. But uh, Cloud, Cloudways and HoneyBadger.io, as always... We do have a huge appreciation to our Patreons on Patreon, and you can get that at patreon.com forward slash phpugly. And uh, yeah. So like I said, I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me tonight are my friends, John Congdon. My SQL is causing me to drink. And the potential next speaker of the house, Tom Rideout. Hello. It would be my pleasure to get 215 votes. I mean, you're, you'd probably get more votes than some of the people they're putting up. It's a mess. John's messing around with his camera. What's going uh, on there, buddy? Well, Buttery commented that it was a super close-up and was wondering if he was watching the Primogen. Nope, you were not. <laughs> Oh yeah, you got your, you gotta put you gotta put your little black hoodie up if you're gonna be the primogen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, headphones go on the outside, but that we'll, we'll let that slide. We'll let that slide. What do I know? I don't know nothing. Yeah, you don't know who Kevin McCarthy is. So who? Yeah, that's. That, I'm very concerned about that. Holy who, smokes, who is Kevin McCarthy? No, seriously, I I do not watch the news. I watched it for the first time uh, a few days ago with my kid. And it's just this this person murdered a cop, and then this person did this, and uh, some of the new laws that have taken effect, including hate crimes, including nooses and burning crosses. And now I'm sitting here with my kid trying to explain, you know, somebody shooting a cop. I'm explaining what hate crimes are, which I should be explaining anyway, just not because of yeah, news. I was not, saying, I mean, <laughs> not, not because that, that not of their the life news. isn't that great. <laughs> Well, uh, right, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy. Uh, he was the Speaker of the House, uh, 
but uh, no, hasn't hasn't been yet. So he wants to be the speaker of the house. The majority, yeah, the majority, yeah, that's true. So he was the he was the minority speaker of the house when the Democrats uh, had more uh, speak uh, more House representatives. So whatever one, this, that's not even true. Whenever the that that power shift happens, you, they, I guess they get to to elect who is the speaker of the house, and typically it's whatever party has more people because they have more people there to vote for their person. And it should have been like a no brainer that Kevin McCarthy <laughs> became the m- new my majority speaker of the house, and that has not gone according to plan. <laughs> So, no. Yeah. So they they have to get uh, two hundred, I believe, two hundred and fifteen votes to elect the Speaker of the House. They have the votes, except that not all Republicans are voting for McCarthy. So he right. he has lost, and they can't proceed. The House cannot proceed until there is a Speaker of the House. They can't do any business. And what's funny? So they've gone through, I think, eight, nine, eleven, eleven today. They've gone through 11 cycles of voting, and like when I was watching it, each time he kept losing more votes. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. He like started out with like 210, then he was down to 205 and 201, and oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so right now, actually, a Democrat has the majority of votes, but a majority doesn't win the seat. It's 215 votes. Right. So and, and he should be he should be that that person is getting the votes to become the minority speaker of the house, right? Isn't that how that works? Uh the minority is just the other party gets to vote for their own guy a- uh, after think, the majority votes, is selected. I think the votes are all done at the same time and like the first person the the first person is the majority. Second person is minority. But but you, like you say, you have to get a you have to hit a threshold of a certain amount of votes. I don't care. Why are we talking politics? I don't know. I, I'm already regretting because, bringing it up because somebody <laughs> brought it up prior to the show, and I said, "Who's Kevin McCarthy?" And you guys thought it was hilarious. I, you know, that part is true. That's very true. Hilarious. I, I, terrifying. I like I like my sheltered life. Thank you. <laughs> it's fun. We have not. We have not gotten together and talked for a few weeks now. We uh, didn't. We how talk- has there John, we, didn't, we didn't talk last week, did we? You said you started drinking because of sequel. Let's, let's spill the beans. What's up with that? Uh, so I I have the joy of being on call on Wednesdays and Thursdays. <clears throat> Tuesday this week we had some weird MySQL blip on one of the replicas for one of our bigger clients and restarting the replica seemed to fix it. No big deal. Go about our day. Wednesday rolls around. I'm on call. No clue what happens this on the primary database this time. Some issue happens. All hands on deck. We're trying to figure things out down for about 10 minutes while we're trying to restart MySQL. We use proxy SQL in front of it. So usually we jump on, we restart proxy SQL, everything clears up, it's fine. But we can't get access to the primary because we keep getting too many connections. As soon as you restart proxy SQL, all the connections should be gone. 
still couldn't access it. So me being a Linux guy, I'm like, well, let me look at the look at Netstat and see what's connected. And somehow there are thousands of connections, even though MySQL is configured only for like 600 at a time. Uh, <clears throat> there's thousands of processes, I should say, trying to connect, all sitting in a close weight state. And they're all coming from Proxy SQL, which has been restarted. The, everything is done. Like, there's no reason for this. And we couldn't figure it out. So we tried just restarting MySQL and it's hanging, not doing anything. So we talked to Percona and they say do a kill dash seven, which isn't documented anywhere, but we do that. It's back up and running. Okay. We spent the next five, six hours in Zoom, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. You know, nobody knows for sure there's no smoking gun. You know, we're looking at commit logs and change logs and, you know, trying to find any information we can and still never found the smoking gun. But like we've been running this way for years, no issues. This was just a blip. It'll be fine. Yeah, I've been paged over 20 times today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Granted, each event is like seven or eight pages because it's, you know, it, it starts out with too many connections and then this and then the site's down and then CPU average. So there's all of these events. Meanwhile, we're paying Percona and Percona just becomes another, hey, we got this alert. I'm like, I've already got that alert. <laughs> what are you telling me for? Fix it. <laughs> I don't need I don't need a Slack alert on top of the pager duty on top of the text that I've already gotten. What about an email? I, I, probably, I could send you an email. Have, I have a very similar experience with one of our <laughs> clients where me and the other person who really kind of does our operations will get email notifications of something that like happened at AWS. And then this client will ping us in Slack copy and paste the email in Slack, like as if we didn't already get it, forward us the email and open up a ticket, attach the email and let us know in Slack that that ticket's been opened with that email. It's like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was one of those days. So I got to say, I really wish John, you were more of a blogger or you had some sort of Avenue to kind of write like articles or something because if I had one of those with the exception back in the day, back when I did ops years and years ago, I, I implemented a very early implementation of MySQL proxy and it worked. We, we used it very sparingly, but it worked for what we were using. I, I have, I have, talk to other people about the idea of using MySQL proxy and, and why you would do it. I think the client you're working on is the only other firsthand experience I have seen of somebody using MySQL proxy. And you guys have been using it on that client for a while, right? Yep. And just to be clear, I don't know if MySQL proxy is a different thing, but this is proxy SQL, proxy SQL. But Probably a very similar concept. Yeah, that's a it, good it, question. Maybe, it's maybe not, I'm saying the wrong words. Possibly. I just don't know if my MySQL has their own like 
proxy thing, which <sighs> they which they that. which they might they probably do. Yeah. So so you're not using my you're using SQL proxy <clears throat> proxy SQL proxy SQL right, which is is very convenient in if you want to take oh. ba- baby steps to having replicas and you don't want to manage it in your application, which was one of the big things was I don't want to have to have multiple connections in the application and say, okay, this is for this one. We're going to use our replicas, but this query has to be up to date. It's going to use the primary. So it does say that this is for my, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I remember the, the, what it, what the project was called? I in my head for some reason I, I thought it was MySQL proxy, but it I think this is the same thing because it says it's for MySQL proxy SQL. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's gone through a name change. I don't know if this is a different project or or if I'm just remembering it wrong. That that's always very possible. That that so. tagline of of scale a hundred thousand plus connections across thousands of servers. Sounds like exactly why I wouldn't want to do this. It no, it's it's really convenient in the and sense smart, <clears throat> right? So the the way you set it up is when a query comes in, it's going to route it somewhere. It's going to route it to a group of hosts. And the way we're using it is, unless it hits a rule, it always goes to the primary, because back in the day, that's all we had was a single server. And then when we tried to introduce a replica early on, if there was any replica lag, people would complain that their data was wrong. And then you look at it and you're like, well, if you look at it now, it's right. Like people are just, they were so sensitive to it being there ready to go right away. So then we started putting in rules where if there's no rule, it goes to primary but if it matches this specific rule, we know that for a fact that this data doesn't change. So that's always, or that will go to the replica. And then slowly okay. over time, that list grew a lot. And so there's lots of stuff that goes to the replica. And now within the code, if we put a comment in the, the query, it will go to the replica via proxy SQL. So we don't have to have a specific rule there for it. Oh, that is kind of wicked smart. <clears throat> There's also a rule, like a comment in the SQL we can put to say, no, this must go to the primary. So it'll bypass any other rule, always go to the primary, because we know that has to be, you know, up to the millisecond data. So really just think about just different ways, to, just different ways that that we are using it. And it, it's been convenient. I don't know, thousands of servers. Mm-hmm. What, Tom? Th- thousands of servers just <clears throat> sounds terrible. Thousands of servers does well, sound terrible, but... That's just their marketing hype. I mean, you typically... Well, I, I don't want to say you typically, but the, the the people I see use it will maybe have three, two, three... I mean, it's never more than, you know, four or five, but it's not thousands. Right. I'm sure there are people out there that, that do it, but... Are there are there any other like uh, I, I know we can't disclose too much information, but are there any like other fancy rules you use, or is it just like, hey, write this to primary, write this to replica? So early on, when it was first implemented, it was very uh, surgical in these specific 
looking queries. So it's just using regex to say, if the query looks like this, it's going to go to the primary group. The primary group includes the primary. Did I say that? I said that weird. The, the replica group, host group two, sends like 95% of the queries to the replicas and then 5% go to the primary, just as a fallback. And it's smart enough to say, as soon as there is some amount of replica lag, I think we have it set to 30 seconds, then it pulls that replica out and says, okay, no more queries are going to go to that for the time being, which in general sounds great until you're overwhelming the primary because all of the queries are not going to the primary database, which is the whole point of having proxy SQL to begin with, but neither here nor there. Uh, most of most of the queries are very surgical in choosing a regex that, that it matches, and those have been gotten from other tools where things are being monitored. Uh, PMM has been a great tool for here's your top queries or your 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 top worst queries, and then you, you analyze it and you're like, yeah, that can go to the replica. Throw a rule in there. Uh, so it's just it's kind of been mostly surgical in that case. And then we added the, that comment thing later on. And then I use that a lot. Cool. How about you, Tom? What, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Oh boy. Well, the, the big project I've been working on for the last three months is live. Went oh, live yeah. today. Did you make your deadline? <clears throat> we made the deadline. Everything looks good. I, uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I've been told that I did a great job, which is always nice to hear and everything's going wonderfully well. So big, uh, big celebration day for me. Uh, I also am under contract for a house that I'm looking at and did the, did the inspection, the home inspection today. So it's been a very, very long day. So, so you have an offer down on the house and everything? You, you're like, <clears throat> you're basically bought a house? Yeah, basically. So there's just some uh, some negotiation about minor repairs to the house and stuff like that. But uh, it, it would appear that I bought a house. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. That's huge, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty wild. So over the next uh, month and a half or so, well, I guess just month or so, you will be expecting to see my new office, which is not a bedroom. Which that is, was so going to be my next question. Did, did, did you? Did did you does, it have, does it have enough bedrooms to have your own office? <laughs> it is a weird house. It is listed as having four bedrooms, but... That doesn't include the office space. There's a there's a room that is an office. So it's nice. kind of five bedrooms. But then there's also a family room downstairs, which if you put a door on it, is another bedroom again. It's not a bedroom it, until it has a closet. We all it's know got that. two closets. Oh. It's a family room with two closets. What? I it's it's weird. So we're basically getting a six-bedroom house for the four-bedroom price. Uh, but that will that will also be changing because the first thing we're doing is knocking a wall down and 
making the two upstairs bedrooms into one master bedroom. Okay. Go on. So I, we, we've done a little looking into that ourselves. Uh, and all realtors suggest not to do that. Like they say, that's one of the biggest mistakes homeowners make. Uh, either they think they're never going to move out of the house and that's why they do it, or they think it's going to add value. It doesn't add value. It reduces value of the house. So you're basically reducing the value of your house right off the bat. Yeah. So we're not doing it to add value. We're doing it because the bedroom is too small. And they're doing it when they move in, not a few years in. I, th- I think the average homeowner, you know, you think you're going to live there forever and it's like seven years or something. Yeah. I, I don't particularly care about the, the losing value or anything. Like that. We're, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff to the house that's going to increase the value. So if, if we end up in the same place when we end up selling it, I don't care that much. Well, and ideally, the value will just go up over time, regardless. And, right. What about, the, what, what, what about their comfort value? That has to count for something. No, no. My comfort value counts for nothing to Eric. You know <laughs> that. yourself. That's oh, all that matters. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, man. No, you know what? You know what they say? Just knock out the wall to the outside. You know that I hear that's really good. Do that. <laughs> it's, a little, you, it's a little that, cold that increases, for that. That, that increases your square footage by a lot. Yeah, it's good airflow. Yeah, do that. It's uh, amazingly enough. the The backyard is so big we could build another house on it. Which which does are, mean are that, you in the same general area of where you're at now, or yep. is it a bigger move same same zip code it's just right down the street cool yeah cool. so uh, i am going to be required to get a second dog uh apparently that's just the yard the yeah the, like I've, I've been told the yard is too big for just the one dog we have he'll need a friend so that's gonna happen everybody's already starting to call it the pfy manor see it is. It's a bit of a manner, but John, John, you're gonna have to step up your game, man. So we we went to go. We went to go. We scouted out this house, and we really liked it. Decided we were gonna put an offer on it. Later that night, we're watching TV, and I look over at my wife, and she's almost in tears. And I go, "Honey, what's wrong?" She goes, "Nothing, nothing, nothing." You know, fifteen minutes later, she finally tells me, "I think it might be too small. I don't know. I don't remember." So. <laughs> Six bedrooms too small. Well, the the living room space, the living room dining room space. Mm. So, <clears throat> I can't, you know, I can't buy a house that makes my wife cry. Obviously, I mean, I can, but I'm not gonna. And so, I pull up a floor plan modeling tool online, measure everything out. And put all of our existing furniture in it to show it to her. And she was very, very happy. Everything fits nicely. It's going to be fine. It's did she tell you did she tell you you put the couch on the wrong wall and that's not where the TV goes? No, no, that's that was one of my stipulations. I didn't care about the rest of the house. I cared about the living room 
layout. And this house is already wired for ceiling mounted surround sound. So I, I saw that and I was like, well, this is the place. This will work. <laughs> but don't you want to see upstairs? Nah, no, no, nah. it yeah, it, it's all fine. But there's a lot of stuff that, you know, living in Colorado, I never had to think about uh, in San Diego. Like, is the sump pump working and well-maintained? And is the, you know, is how's the roof? Uh, couldn't get the roof inspected today because it was covered in snow. So, you know, in San Diego, it'd be covered in rain. I'd say for the for the record, you you still worry about a roof in San Diego. Do you? Not not nice of a place to live. But. <laughs> I don't know. Just throw some uh, throw some palm fronds up there. You're fine. <laughs> All right, Eric. How about your week? We we've rambled enough. Ah, we can we we can move on. I don't I don't know, man. I just been. I feel like I've been super busy, but like I can't think of anything in particular. I, I don't think I've been doing a lot of coding lately. Project management. Nice to hear. Huh? What was that? Tom? Project management. It's good to hear. I, it's good to hear you getting into that. Uh, although I will say, we talked about this, I think, the last show. Notion is becoming more and more of a, of a project management tool for me. That Actually, a project management tool I'm actually okay working in, but... Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like um, I don't feel like I, I'm getting ready. I, I, I'm getting ready to start on another project for a client. So I'm. I, th- I think it's going to be. You know, I'm going to get my coding fix back in. But <laughs> really need to start doing some more coding with uh, with PHP Architect. There's so many, so many little projects uh, I have in store for PHP Architect of. Things I want to do. That's need to need to get the get the time to do it. I really, I really wish I was more of a confident developer where I could like live stream as I was coding. Because I want to hear, I want to hear what these plans are you have. Yeah, at some point yeah. does doesn't have to be right this second, but yeah, no, it's not going to be this second. It's not going to be. It's not going to be on the show at all. You know, some of them. You just shoot me down all the time, and then I have to do them myself, and I just move on. But um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, just, yeah, things have just been going pretty smooth. I, I'm real anxious about getting some, the, the other project I worked on, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get some load testing done on that still. Like, it seems that it was over the holiday weekend, so I, I'm cutting everybody a little slack, but I'm really kind of getting antsy to get the final numbers of this end-to-end testing that I want done and what that load looks like because I know that's a that's an important thing for the client. This was, this was a big kind of point of it needs to be able to handle a huge influx of requests. So that, I think that's the biggest thing I, I've been – I think I've been too focused on that, honestly, uh, the last couple of weeks. I needed I need to kind of – Either push harder to get those numbers, which I think I'm going to do tomorrow, or you know just forget about it until the client asks for it, which would probably be. But yeah, yeah, things are things are moving, moving along, moving along. All right, so we're already a half hour in. We haven't even begun to kind of get into our our PHP talk or anything like that, but 
we do want to share a potential sponsor. We'd like to thank our partner, Cloudways. We love coding, but managing the server that code runs on can be time-consuming and error-prone. Cloudways offers peace of mind and flexibility so you can focus on growing your business instead of dealing with server management. With Cloudways, you get an optimized stack, managed servers, backups, staging environment, integrated Git, pre-configured composer, 24-7 support, and a choice of five cloud providers, AWS, DigitalOcean, Linode, Google Cloud, and Vulture. Cloudways helps you spend less time managing servers and more time doing what you really want, coding. Simplifying cloud deployment by managing one account and not multiple accounts across multiple cloud platforms. You also see the monthly cost for running your servers, so there's no surprise. Cloudways has all the tools you need to manage your server right there in their interface, or simply SSH into the machine yourself. Sign up for Cloudways today using the promo code PHPARCH, that's P-H-P-A-R-C-H, and get a 20% discount for three months. Or just visit phparch.com forward slash cloudways. That's phparch.com forward slash cloudways. Thank you, Cloudways. Thank you, cloudways. cloudways. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting there, A-Woods. A-Woods in our Discord. Jumping the gun a little bit. We're, we're already <laughs> talking about this. Just relax. Wait, we're getting there. Wait, is A Woods in our Slack channel? Like, is he watching what I'm typing? <laughs> he's got that. He's got that. You know, he he cracked our uh, Slack channel months ago and been watching everything we discuss. Yeah. Uh, so, I think we've talked. To, well, a couple of things have are, are going on right now. One thing that's really weirding me out a little bit is. John and I uh, are, are starting to to test some potential hardware for for tech, and when I say test, I mean this is a hardware we're using because it's fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing we have set up right now, both him and I are using these cameras that we're hoping to do uh, streaming from tech on, and John has his. If if I understood what John explain to me he has his up by where your webcam was is, is that correct mm-hmm. it's exactly where my okay. webcam was or is so my, <clears throat> mine i don't have i didn't have a a trod tripod tall enough so i had to separate my monitors and put it like between my monitors <laughs> And now I like, like when I notice like when I'm looking over watching you guys talk, I see myself in OBS. I'm like, wow, that looks weird. Look at the camera. Oh, 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 oh that's weird. Oh, oh that's bizarre. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I, I don't know if this is going to be my everyday webcam until tech or, or what, but uh, I might need to get a new tripod. But I have to reach out to to the, the 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 knowledge base which is the PHP ugly listeners. If any of you are familiar with OBS and can give me some pointers, I would appreciate it. I feel like I've done this before and I can't figure it out now. But Tom and I have been switching back and forth on who kind of monitor or who uh, handles the show through OBS and I've been doing it the last couple shows, last few shows. And I feel bad because, as I explained many times before, we all kind of get hyped up before the show listening to Harry Mack. 
It's one of the reasons why we play it before the show on the live stream, because the audio stream doesn't get that. The audio stream gets the old introduction, and then if, if you're a good, boy, a good person and you listen to the whole show, you get Harry Mack at the, at the end. <laughs> but ever since I've taken, it, taken over the management of OBS, I cannot figure out how to pipe Harry Mack back to John and Tom so that they can hear it. And it's it's specifically a Linux thing because uh, Tom was able to do it. He he didn't do it through OBS. He did it through the other software that we're using to kind of meet. And I guess on the platform he had, there was a there was a checkbox that allowed him to share his audio. I don't have that. When sharing Linux. when sharing the screen, you could share your desktop audio, but for some reason you can't do it on Linux. Right. I don't know why that is, but I, I, I'm pretty positive that I, back in the day, way long, a long time ago, when I had, I was doing it through OBS, I had set that up through OBS. Now, I was on a Mac back then, but it was still through OBS. Oh, you know what it was, John? It was that other software we used. We, we use it on Mac, yeah. Yeah, what was that called? I... Uh, forget now. Yeah. It, was, it was basically it's basically like a virtual audio connection. Exactly. Virtual yeah. audio cable. That's what I need. That's what I need. I need like this this mixer, like a, a virtual mixer on my Linux that will allow me to take output from one thing and make it input to another thing. That's what I need. I've looked. Everybody says, "Oh yeah, do Loop use back. this or." Yeah, loop loopback. Loop no, I'm pretty sure that's what loop, we used. No, it wasn't loop. Uh, loopback was, I think, <clears throat> part of it. But remember, it, it had all those like those. You set up those configurations. Yeah. Oh, you think whatever. that was loopback? Yeah. Anyways, I need something like that. Jack's sound routing. Okay. All right. I'll look. I, I have not come across that one. I will look. Thank you very much. That Jack. There we go. Two for Jack. Okay. All right. Cool, I, th- cool, cool. I see. I, I think. I see. I think I went down this road, and this was, I want to say, a year or so ago, and I ended up like breaking my sound because, like, Jack replaced Pulse Audio or something happened with the drivers and like just things blew up on me. Yep. Oh yeah, that's that's a real thing because. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to scare you or anything, but I. None, I remember. Right, I remember looking into it. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to check out uh, Jack's <coughs> sound route. One of the one of the things about it too is that we use three different pieces of software. Uh, we use <clears throat> Video Ninja for the three of us communicating, uh, ZenCaster to record, and then OBS to stream. So. It's uh, I I mean, Zencast doesn't really factor into that. That was just that's just another tool that allows me to more easily put together the audio podcast. It's I think the the Video Ninja was a huge find that you you've you had come across, uh, Tom. There's I've actually implemented Video Ninja. You you know that I, yeah. I showed it to you. I just haven't 
been brave enough to use it yet. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, this isn't broken yet, but but my Video Ninja might be a newer version because I did download the current version when I implemented it. So actually, I wonder if maybe I'll test that sometime next week where I'll get on with one of you and see if that has the ability to share sound. But yeah, all right. Well, yeah, and then have something to look into. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Pipewire. Pipewire is going to replace Pulse Audio. I think that has replaced it. I think you're right. I, I know Pop OS. That was their big thing. They have a, they have a different sound system altogether. So I have to uh, I have to give that a shot. See, this is why this is why I talk about this stuff on the show. Look at all this information we're getting back. Discord.phpugly.com. Join us if you. Aren't there right. already? So I have a new thing. I, I know I told you I, I was I was going to touch on only a couple of things, but I so guess we didn't believe like you anyways. It's thing I like to do. <laughs> What's that? So I, I go through these these spurts where I watch Twitch a lot, and there's almost never any like PHP people on Twitch, which is another reason why I wish I, I had more guts to uh, to do it myself, but. Uh, recently, I've been coming across people who have PHP, Laravel, and Livewire all as part of their tags. And when I see them online, so I, I typically wait for them to be online. And uh, when I see them online, I'll give them a follow because I, I'm on there under the PHP Ugly Twitch account. And so they, you know, that always gets a laugh out of them. But the thing I, I start, I've started doing, and I like, actually really enjoy because i remember that feeling is because they ne- nobody ever knows who, who we are it's not like you know every, oh yeah i know you guys i'm like no i never get that it's like oh that's a funny name <laughs> i share with them the harry mac song and they lose their shit man I'm like, why are you yes, not sharing why are you not sharing that with me when you do that bastard uh i mean it's it's a weird times at night you know or, or during the day I, I never know when it's going to happen. yeah you live too yeah. far away and he was just driving <laughs> past he was like he was gonna stop but they were busy <laughs> so yeah I, I love i love getting like that reaction of people listening to that harry mack song for the first time even as old as it is like people Listeners of the show, we've been listening that to that for years now, but like it's still new to people, and I just love it. I I, I get a real thrill out of it. All, All right. right, next time you do that, just share it with me. Hey, I'm about to share the Harry Mac with somebody. They may they may click on it, and you can clip too. That's I always forget about that. I should I should start clipping it. That's what I should start doing. I should start clipping it when when they listen, and then we have it. Damn, I always forget that. That would make a great clip show for PHP Ugly. So, tech. Any, any tech news? Oh, my done? goodness. Tech news. Do, do we want to talk about this? Well, I have, a cup, you... I, have a, I have a Do we want to talk about PHP tech? No, take that off the screen. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, no, things have been going great. Almost all of the speaker's travel is booked. Uh if you're in the if you're a PHP Architect subscriber, if you've subscribed to the magazine, you have access to the PHP Arch Discord channel. In there, if you happen to be in there in the general channel, you probably just saw this influx of people, and it's all the speakers have joined the the 
PHP Architect channel because we're going to have a, a Tech 23 speakers uh, channel. or what, Is that what they're called in Discord? I don't know. Section yeah. channel. And there's going to be a P, uh, Tech 23 attendee. And then there will probably be one per room as we get closer to that. But anyway, a lot of the speakers have gotten on there and we've been talking uh, in there. And, th- and that's been fun. Getting super excited. I shared with them all my my anxiety ha- is creeping into my dreams. And I've talked about it on the show, but my dreams are like just super vivid. Last you went night- into a lot of detail on this too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to do it again right now because it's weird where... I'm standing there and I'm looking at these two guys. I'm like, I know them. And uh, Chris Hart just reaches out, shakes my hand, says hi. I'm like, and he's like, this is that. I'm like, I know Ed Finkler. And I'm shake Ed Finkler's hand. And and we're talking. And then I happen to be standing there with another speaker. And I turn to introduce or, you know, just be friendly. And I just, the, the name just escaped me. It was just gone, and I was so just embarrassed. It was terrible, friggin' nightmare. So yeah, anxiety is running deep. And then my dreams have gotten really weird, and on top of that too. But I'm not going to go into that now. It's just bad. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. St- stress, <laughs> stress is crazy. On top of that. We're, we're Eric spilled the beans. We're talking about doing streaming of tech. We'd still prefer you to be there in person because that's where it's at. Like the networking, the talking to people. Well, it's going to be not guaranteed. Right? Yeah, we're we, still we, we we're have, still we, testing. We agree out. to that. Yes, we we need we need sponsorship for that for that to happen. Right. <clears throat> I know John. John's very gun ho on it. I'm like, no. And then he's like, I'll buy you an expensive camera. I'm like, okay, maybe a little. We'll stream a little. <laughs> we stream every week. We need this camera. Yeah, if you um, didn't already know, Eric's weakness is tech toys. Yeah. It really, it really is. <laughs> I don't know if you saw earlier. I switched over to the webcam. I'm curious later to look back on the, uh, on the YouTube video to see if there's this big difference or not. But anyway, I digress. We're talking about streaming. So talking to the hotel this week and I bring up wanting a hard line, like just a cat five cable internet connection instead of using the Wi-Fi to for streaming. And she's like, yeah, no problem. You know, it doesn't say anything about it, just no problem. And we talk about booking rooms and like when we can get in just everything about the event. <clears throat> Hour or so later, I'm in the middle of one of these MySQL outages I talked about. My stress levels through the roof because of it, and I see an email from her. And I'm like, "Oh, what's this?" There's a a uh, not an invoice, but basically, yeah, an invoice for a hard line, and they want over three thousand dollars to provide a Cat Five connection to the internet. Three three cat fives <clears throat> for three rooms, a thousand dollars a piece. I don't see the problem. It was, I was just like, yeah. I wrote, I had the knee jerk reaction of what with question mark exclamation point question mark like three k and just like that's ridiculous. 
I actually liked your I liked your second email. I was like, well, maybe I wasn't clear what I was asking for. I just need like literally the Cat Five cable in, like, in the room. I'm like, you don't have the Cat Five like a, a jack in the wall already. I just plug into and it's good to go. And she's like, I'm, I'm including our AV specialist on this email, and they'll, re- they'll they will expand more. And basically, they're, they're charging bandwidth and connections and all this other crap. And it's like, never mind. I'll just try it on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> See, it's the old invoice scam. <clears throat> you know, uh, they tried to get Elon with that one on the uh, Twitter headquarters. He's not falling for it. They're not. They're not paying that. What are you talking about? Well, Elon Elon Musk is uh, decided not to pay rent for the Twitter headquarters, so they're suing him because it's like one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars that he's behind now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's a an office to house your employees is uh, pretty low on the list of things you need. So you can push that off kind of indefinitely. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's going to work for us, but I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how do you think I'm buying a new house? You're just, you don't, in, you're you just invoicing it. it? Yeah. Yeah. So I've you know what you shouldn't push off, Tom. What is that? Monitoring, monitoring of your website. Oh, can't. Yeah. No, you can't put that off. This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. HoneyBadger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, HoneyBadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to HoneyBadger.io and start your trial today. Thank Thank you, you, HoneyBadger. You know what I found? About the shows, man. It's just like, we're we're like 50 minutes in and we haven't even gotten to our trouble card. Just grooving along. Hey, Eric, uh, the support at phparch.com and email address that works. Feels like you should. should. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like that's the email that, that should work. That should work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow, I guess. I saw a, uh, saw a fun article this week. Well, maybe not fun. Article? Yeah, you know, Laravel News. Uh, announced that the the Laravel the official Laravel certification program is no longer official. Taylor tweeted that uh, out himself like yeah. two or three weeks ago I thought. I just saw it this week. It, it was last well, it, it was last week he Taylor mentioned it. Yeah. Maybe you should pay pay attention to Discord sometimes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm a busy man. <laughs> It's a uh, houses. Yeah. Panic attacks, houses, you know, it's a whole collection of stuff. Uh, they all come together. Bundle price. Yeah. So I don't know 
I don't know what you do if you're Lar- if you're Taylor here because like he wants to part ways with the Laravel certification program, but I guess right. But I guess they they still want to use the term Laravel certification program. So it's just not official. That's 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 an interesting little dilemma. I don't know if they had any sort of agreement in place, and I, I don't know that. There must have been the something Laravel. because they were using the Laravel domain. Were they? Yeah, that that was what was the big thing. Like, uh, somebody asked specifically about that, and Taylor's response was, "Yeah, that may not be for long." Oh, interesting. So, what does that in in the eyes of Laravel? When I say Laravel, I I mean specifically the official Laravel brain trust of. Taylor and anybody who you know who follows Taylor, what does that mean for all those people who invested and got a Laravel certification from this now not recognized as official certification group? Well, I'm not sure. So somebody said, somebody asked him on Twitter, uh, a little upsetting that it was never made clear that the certification had no ties to Laravel at all. This basically makes the cert completely useless. And well, not- Taylor says, incorrect, it did have ties to Laravel. It was just managed by people outside of the company, but I still personally approved the initial exam. Um, and I, I think the word useless might be a little strong, right? because it's not useless. If, if, if you pass a certification program... Then you pass a certification program. There, there are certification programs all over the place that you can pass that aren't part of that. Well, but he's basically yeah. saying it is useless because he didn't like the way that it ended up. And so he doesn't endorse it anymore, which means if you've got your Laravel cert, it's no longer endorsed by Taylor. And yeah, that's that's rough. pretty rough. Um it- and I know, I know we we hammer this home all the time, and I'm sorry to bring it up, but this is another glaring example of when we say Laravel's not enterprise. This is a glaring example. Yeah, and if, if, it, was, if it was enterprise, Laravel would be managing the certification process. It wouldn't be outsourced to, to another company or another group who who's asked to be recognized as the official. It would be Laravel. So yeah, I'm curious if, if it's going to make money, then it should be something that's run by the company that is the official company. Like why, why outsource it in the well, first well, place? It's not, even a, it's not even a matter of if it makes money. It's that's how it should be. Right. Like if, if you're going to say something is your certification is your official certification, then you should be in charge of that certification. And that, and I'm curious if that, if that might be where they go. Now, yeah, back in the day, yeah. I did share a link. I don't know if it's going to show up in Discord the way I shared it uh, to the actual Twitter conversation. Yeah, that should that should pop over. Here. It's it's not flattering to Taylor. I mean, there's a lot of people who are upset, and Taylor's response is essentially, "Hey, not my problem anymore. I just disavowed him." I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, he he does state very clearly he's just not happy with how it's being run. When somebody says, "I've sent tickets or emails trying to and Twitter messages trying to get 
a response and I'm not getting anything, it looks bad on, on Taylor. Even so he's saying, Hey, this isn't mine, which is fine. It's not, he should part ways with them if they are not upholding the brand and, and making him happy. Yeah. But but he should also make amends with the people that have vouchers that aren't, uh, aren't used yet or I mean, he should be working with the company to do something. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's like a warranty. It's, but it, but he didn't give the warranty. Well, he did by saying that it's official. Uh, yeah, I think I, it's, I think it's tough because I mean I know those those certifications aren't cheap. I I don't know if I've ever met anybody who actually got a certification, and and I'm too much of a puss. I can't take tests, or, or I I would have tried, but those certifications aren't cheap, and there's there are people who do that sort of thing to kind of get established. I, that that's how I got into IT actually. Uh, I wasn't before I was in IT. Yeah, I always did this stuff on the side, and I'm a self-taught developer. And I even went to school, uh, community college, uh, for com- computer science. Back then, we didn't have a web, so I didn't do web development or anything like that. But when I when I got interested in web development and started doing it on my own on the side, I, I eventually asked a friend of mine. I'm like, hey, you know, I would love to do this for a living and his response to me is get a certification. He's like, it doesn't matter what it is. Get an it certification. Go for the Microsoft certifications were huge at the time. He's like, go get a Microsoft certification. He's like, companies will hire you an instant. If you have that. And there are people who work hard for, for those certifications, which is what I did too. I got my MCSE. Yeah. And they don't have the money for it. It's an investment that they see in themselves. So it's like, it's you know almost like instead of going to college, I'll get an education and hopefully get get a better job. So yeah, it's a tough one. It's it's a real tough one. I, I don't I, I can't blame Taylor. If Taylor wasn't happy with the way it was being handled, he wasn't happy with the way it's being handled. And I think everybody should have understood the risk, right? If it wasn't official, if it wasn't actually from Laravel, if Laravel wasn't doing creating the test, managing the certification, I feel like you should have known that there's a risk but, at some point. But it was on Laravel.com. It was certification.laravel.com. Yeah, and he did cre- yeah. it, He did people certify have- the initial test. So the, they, they gave him... That, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. I, mean, I, I just... Do you, do you think he can be held liable for any of that? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's one of those shit rolls downhill situations where he could be held liable and then he can hold them liable. Um, but I think he could have made a more, a more graceful exit from it as well. Instead of just saying uh, we're discontinuing it, he could have tried to figure out some way of compensating the people that are getting screwed by it. Well, but so he takes the financial hit on that. Like, I mean, if he's making money off of it, then he takes a financial hit off of its failure. But there's nothing saying he was making a. Uh, well, he would not have called money. it official if, if it hadn't made him some kind of money. If he wasn't, if he wasn't getting cash for 
I, his I endorsement. I don't know that to be a fact because he has done other things that without him needing to make money. I don't know. I, I mean, Laravel itself, right? I mean, <clears throat> it doesn't make money off Laravel itself. So, yeah. But Buttery in our Discord says, I was always told the certification means jack shit. And I've, honestly, I've always been that one of those. I've always been one of those people too. Like I, honestly, I got the Microsoft if, one and then like, I don't think they mean anything. Sorry. Go for it. Yeah. No, if you're in the industry, that's probably a very true statement. If you're somebody who's in the industry, getting these certifications doesn't mean what the people giving you the certification wants you to think it means. Right. For people like me who were on the outside trying to find a way in, I still think it's a valid avenue to get, get to prove to companies, hey, I have some skin in this game. I'm committed. You know, I really want to do this. Here's a certification I went and got. Like I, I, I've never worked in IT before, but I really want to. And I went and did all this work. So I do think it it it's valid for that, for trying to get get your foot in the door sort of situation but yes and, and for a lot of companies that don't have a team of php developers that would kind of feel the same way it's just like i need somebody that knows php to build this or to maintain this or fix something that i was left with they don't know any better so they're like oh you got a php certification all right like that means a lot to right. that means a lot to those smaller companies then it might mean to yeah, and, somebody with lots and of development. The certification education pipeline is useful to companies as well. So if you're working at a company and they want you to work on the Salesforce system, <clears throat> then they will pay for your education to get the certification because that means A, they didn't lose that they didn't waste the money by you failing to learn. The certification, you know, your your change in position is contingent on getting the certification. It just ensures that you went through the lessons that they also paid for to get you to be the Salesforce person. So there's there's benefits for sure, mm-hmm. right? And we, and we need to be clear, right? We're talking from a developer perspective, even from a networking perspective. But there there are, there are verticals in our industry where. Like, that's all you do is get certifications, like security. Like, security people, if you talk to anybody, a security person will, that, that's how they will present themselves. Not not with their name. They're like, oh, yeah, I have this cert, this cert, this cert. Like, the security people, the security industry in, in IT. That's because they're smart and they don't share their, their name. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they keep it yeah, secret. They, so, please keep in mind, you're talking to three developers uh, when we talk about this stuff, we're we're talking from a developer's perspective, but there are there are places in in IT where certifications do have some meaning. Yeah, I just don't think as a developer they do. Because well, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm trying to say I think all education is is pointless. Magazines, podcasts, uh, uh, <laughs> in person events. <laughs> Go to hell. Who who even buys magazines? It's crazy. Killing me. Killing me, Smalls. Killing me. But but 
I'll say this last thing about it. In uh, I don't. I think we beat this horse silly. The issue with certifications and development, and PHP is a good example of it. Laravel is a excellent example of it. Is that to really stay relevant, you have to keep up with the language. And you, we talk, we've talked all the time about how quickly PHP is evolving now and how quickly Laravel evolves. Getting a certification two years ago in Laravel wouldn't mean jack shit today, right? I mean, because well, so much has changed in PHP and Laravel. I mean, if if it became a certified Laravel certificate, it would be versions the same way. You would have a Laravel version 9. What are they up to? 19 now? 19... Uh, what are you talking? <laughs> I don't know. The, yeah, the they're, ver- up, they're up to Laravel four hundred and sixteen, episode <laughs> three seventeen is what they're up to. <laughs> nah, but I, I do think what you're saying is correct. It shouldn't just be a Laravel certification. It should be I'm Laravel certified as of this version or whatever it is, mm-hmm. just to kind of have some sort of benchmark but then again small companies that don't know all they know is they have Laravel they don't know what version they have it's not going to mean anything but at that point I guess it doesn't matter if they see you have any Laravel certification speaking before they'd be happy speaking of small companies I, I read the web dev subreddit and this comes up like weekly but the title of this post is I'm not convinced that quote-unquote, modern web dev is also better. And it goes on to complain about TypeScript and setting up Webpack and uh, all these steps required for JS and CSS and HTML. And it's like, I just, I want to put this to bed so much. I just want to never see this again because it's always these these small independent developers or very small teams that are like, yeah, setting up stuff is too hard. It's like, no man, this stuff evolves. You have to evolve with it and learn the new tools. Like don't set up Webpack from scratch. You know, don't use Docker without Docker compose or what the, the demon, what's the one that you use Eric for controlling all your Docker containers. Lando? Oh, Devil's Box. Is yeah, right. Devil Box. There's also Lando. Lando's, I'm a Lando man now. I see. <laughs> but like, just this argument of like, oh, it's it's so hard to have to compile your CSS and, and like, well, if you're in a company of 20 people, everyone's working on different stuff, you have a DevOps guy that's helping you with all this stuff. It's like, John, you were talking about the MySQL situation you were in. I'm like, God, I'm so glad I just don't have to ever think about that again. I'm in a big company that has a guy who does that stuff. That's his only thing, you know? But you're not complaining that, like, MySQL's too hard to manage because you understand you could but you could pay someone to manage it for you. It's just that you're the guy who's paid to manage it right now. No, there's people paid to manage it. I'm just part of the team <laughs> you're on the you're on the pager chain <laughs> i'm on the pager chain yes 
the annoying pager chain. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I think I'm, I don't know if I'm wrong here, but people complaining about react and, and how it's just, it's too hard to use all these modern JS libraries and stuff. I'm like, shut up. You're completely wrong. I I think that was one of the biggest takeaways I got from going to PHP tech back in 2010 was, was modern web development and what it gets you. My, I remember vividly prior to that, like Googling, how do I, how do I release code? Because I had code in production and I edited code in production and I tried so many times to break that cycle and I failed time and time again. Even if I get a part way there, I just couldn't, I couldn't get to the end. I couldn't have a release pipeline. I didn't understand any of that. So going to a conference and talking to people that were doing this professionally was like mind opening. I was like, oh my gosh, I am definitely doing this wrong and I need to change how I am doing this. Yeah, and and crazy in the Discord. It helps having the people there to talk to as well. Like it's one thing to in today's world be able to Google something and read through it, but it's still nice to walk up to a speaker, especially if you see a presentation on it, and ask questions and say, "Hey, you know, I'm still confused about this, or, or how, how's this handled?" And yeah, there's there's no substitute. To in-person conferences. I I had Google back in 2010, and I still couldn't figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy in Discord brings up a good point, which is they say, I just can't deal with writing binary code anymore. I don't think these computer things will ever take off. It's like this, this is a complaint. This person is complaining about JavaScript, which is already a high, high, high level programming language. (laughs) You know, It's it's a programming programming language on top of the the V8 engine, which is a web browser engine, on top of a Linux machine, on top of the Linux kernel, on top of C on top of C. It's like if you think it's too complicated, try writing this in C. Knock yourself out. Go ahead and open a port and start serving raw vanilla JS through that. <laughs> You know what? You know what I want you to get on top of, Tom? Oh, please reword that. Our, pa- our patrons. <laughs> our patrons. Our, patr- our patrons. Welcome, Jason. Jason. Welcome, Jason. Jason, you got a very short slide there. I apologize. <laughs> I'm coming back from holiday, man. I, I don't have to tell you. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know how to distinguish. A uh, uh, New Year's Eve firework display from a Fourth of July firework display, so <clears throat> I just like kept it all the same color. <laughs> uh, it's just a ball drop. Yeah, it's it's the ball drop. <laughs> ball drop. That's what I I googled that and it just didn't turn out very well. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta turn, turn on safe, safe search. search. Yeah, <laughs> turn it back on. <laughs> that's, that's what I. That's that might have been the mistake I made. Now, yeah, now Eric's on a bunch of new lists. I need to ping you guys a little bit more on on the on these things before I do them. Well, um, I still need a January one though. So. Go go. If you go, I, I want to go back to the story just before, real quick. 
Mm-hmm. Wednesday, May 17th, 2 o'clock in the Sheraton Grand Room. Jason McCreary doing setting up GitHub Actions for your PHP projects. I'm sure he'll touch on building your CSS in a step for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about next week, John. Oh, oh, is that the return? The return of SDPHP? I was going to ask about that because there was a, an announcement on Laravel News, which I still follow. I'm not sure why. That uh, Dries Vince was releasing Eventi. Did you guys look at the Eventi system at all? No. I don't know what it is. It's an event platform that hosts speakers, user groups, and conferences for PHP or for anything where you have speakers, groups, and conferences. Hmm. Um, You know, heavily endorsed by by Frick Vanderhurten and Nuno Maduro. And uh, it uh, looks like something that you guys would be interested in because are you still using meetup for SDPHP? Yes. I wondered cause Unfortunately. Eric's muted and doesn't know it. I'm not giving an, another fly by night just because we're Laravel. Give us your money. We, we, we have the service out service. Is it free? Uh, no, maybe. Well, a thousand dollars annually. What? That's that's. I don't see any price. I don't see that at all. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm looking at eventy.co. This is eventy.io. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I honestly. So this is this is one of the areas that wrong eventy. I I, uh, I get a little like irritated with. It's like. Somebody in the Laravel community recreates something that that's already out there, and everybody clamors onto it like they this is something new, and they've never seen anything like this before. It's like I'm not jumping over to this just because somebody in the Laravel community. If it's good, I'll use it. But I, I I did that for for a while back in the day, and I always ended up regretting it. I, I'm sorry. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I just always ended up regretting it. So I. Uh, user groups are coming soon. They're not there yet. Yes. Uh, But I like what they have about speakers here, which is as a speaker, you manage your talks and workshops, create your speaker profile, share your slide decks and more. Or John, do you hear what they're saying? Yes. Fucking hell, man. I do. I'm I'm lost. I told, told, uh, that was one one of my big, first big projects as Diego Dev, I wanted to replace meetup.com, but I, I wanted, and, and this kind of led, I, I, the, the philosophy behind it is I would have it built before Wave, but it, it was meant to be this platform where, like you said, speakers manage their talks, what they're willing to talk about, if they're willing to do it virtually, if, if, if they're, are their physical location, and you as a, organizer of either a conference or a meetup could do searches of, Hey, 
I'd be interested in any PHP developers in the San Diego area who are willing to do a, a, any talk or a talk about this or talk. Did you do it in I'm Laravel? Little, I'm a little triggered. I'm a little triggered. I think if you right if you'd done it in Laravel, you might have gotten some traction out of it. So the back end's important for these kinds of so user experiences. Idea. It was my <laughs> idea at one point. And yeah. Damn it. I might have to use this now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a price. So if you if you end up on a uh, please give us your credit card page, let me know. But this all stems back to yes, San Diego PHP is returning next week. And and we are up to uh Eighteen people have, have responded that they will be there. Excellent. Oh, thanks. That's, Wait, that's more than we used to get at our, get at our own. Well, we would get know. fifty that said they were attending, but then five would show up. Yeah, you, you get no, a we, 50, 50 to sixty percent cut. The problem was the ones that showed up. Not problem. I'm very happy, but they were all Diego Dev employees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Fox Pro experts. But this first one, it's going to be just a kind of meet and greet, just to uh, socialize, just meeting up at a at Pizza Port, which is a local pizza slash brewery place. Have some beer and you know just kind of hang out and talk and like figure out what people want moving forward out of this this group. Because while Eric and I are organizers. We look at it as this is our community. What does everybody want? I think Eric and I sometimes default too much to a di- diplomatic way. Like, let's put it up for a vote. Yeah, yeah we put too much. I, I was thinking <laughs> about that on the other topic that we were doing. It's like, no, this isn't a voting thing. We're going to make a decision. Then that, we put it up for a vote. Yeah, the last vote, we got two votes. So I think you need to make that one a little more widespread. <clears throat> Yeah, I was just going to say, what I'm looking no, for in a meetup is that, pizza that's, and beer. That's only more diplomatic. There's no diplomatic about it. Although, <laughs> although it was two to one in favor of what I wanted. So, I, yeah, I think I, I think I think that's I think that ends up being the default because it's it's like yeah yeah I, I think I think you won that one. Well, because it's the three of us voting, and I always go with John. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I think the biggest thing we're going to be looking for at the SDPHP meetup, and as far as what people want, is who wants to run it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a big one for me. All right, yeah. all right. Where are we at on time here? We're running late. I, Listen, I want to put a, put out a few things because Tom apparently doesn't understand when I put a structure in place and I say, this is how we're doing things and you have visibility to it. And then he still jumps all over the place. So there's a couple things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, we talked about Laravel and official Laravel stuff. I don't know if this is an official Laravel thing, but I do know they stole it from us. Laravel is now having a chess tournament on chess.com. And what? I'm not saying that they saw the PHP ugly chess tournament and thought, Wow, that looks cool. We should do that. But yeah, they have uh, 36 players compared to our <laughs> what, six. It says, join join the, the first Laravel tournament. All are welcome. I hit join. It says, this tournament is an invite-only tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
So I went there. I clicked on join. You, I don't see it on yours. Maybe you're not logged in right now. I clicked. Ah, I can yeah, sc- I screenshot it. It's like this tournament is an invite only tournament. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually not. They just have a filter for PHP ugly people. Yeah. <laughs> you're on a very short list of uh, PHP ugly people that they won't allow in. Yeah, I don't even get a button. I don't even like they they know me too. It says well. you're already registered. What? It says it says you're already registered, Eric. No. I that's impossible. Is that not? That's oh, what it says. <laughs> that's that's weird. I I'm I, I'm going to share it directly in the PHP Ugly Discord cuz that's how I roll. That's how you roll. <clears throat> Not that anybody can see that on the stream, but that's too awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, All are welcome. <laughs> except for you, John. You're except, not welcome. Except so wait, I, I should see my I should see me down here somewhere, shouldn't I? That's weird. So Eric, so John's not welcome. Eric has been shadow banned. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's that's what happened. So the PHP ugly, I, I don't know, I don't know how to get to the PHP ugly. So we, we oh, you we are, had a tournament. You're number thirty six on that list. What? Yeah, how is that possible? Thirty six. I, I only see twenty five, John. You got to hit the next Holy page. Holy smokes! You're not sharing that screen I am anymore. Unrated. I'm not here. You're right. I must have accidentally clicked something at some point. How do I unregister? Is that, can I do that? Can I just throw throw my round? So we have we have the um, you know we have the tournament right, but we also have the PHP Ugly chess group. You can also be a part of. I don't. Well, that's that's where that's that's where the tournament is being held currently. It was a it's just a test tournament. We we should. Uh, Maybe do an official one at some point. Yeah, but but how do you get to the PHP Ugly group? You should do an official one and then disavow it halfway through. No, go, go maybe under the three dots. You get to clubs. The kebab. Do you see clubs? I do, do not. Uh, I'm, I, sure, I'm sure I'm just not seeing it. <laughs> I don't Anyways, know. There's, I a, always... there's a PHP Ugly, there's a PHP ugly uh, group, so... Oh, under social. So under that, the people above the three dots and then clubs. People above the three. You know, there you go, clubs. Here we go. Boom. There's PHP. a PHP. <clears throat> we have a cool little logo. We have a few people in here. So uh, Mike, who is Razor, I have I have been playing him and I, I, I reached out to him with like questions, hoping to get some feedback. And he's He's now ghosted me. <laughs> like I said, you've been you've just been shadow banned. Thank you. This is what I want to do, and, and I, I have paralysis now. Like I have chest paralysis. I can't make another move on them because I've got like three moves I want to make, and I can't. And I lose all of them. Like every every one I do, I lose. So I feel like what, I feel like I just need to resign. You normally you normally talk about it after the game, not like. Hey, which which move should I make against you here? <laughs> he said I could reach out to him if I had questions, and I have questions. So how, how do I, I don't? I'm going to show you my game because 
Actually, I don't know how to get to my game. I think this is it. <laughs> this is the game right here. Yeah. So like, like I wrote, I wrote the. Oh, oh, oh! He's responded. Wait, did he? Respond? <laughs> it's a whole lot of look, response. Look yeah, he did respond. He responded. Okay, so a lot of response. Eric, I'm going to need you to check for a carbon monoxide leak in your house because you've signed up for a chess tournament and had conversations in chess.com that you don't remember having. <laughs> what? Well, no, he didn't respond right away. It doesn't show you a, a date stamp of when these chats happened, but I, 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 this, I, I looked for like a week and he didn't, he didn't respond. And this is my ranting. This is, this is how I think when I'm playing chess. Cause like I say, I play, I play through every move I make. And like, I keep coming back and forth. like, Oh, I want to do this, but no, no, no. And I keep coming back. Like there's one move I keep coming back, which is the queen, uh, queen to H, uh, H five is what I keep coming back to. But I'm like, but you know, I run through it in my head. I'm like, no, I lose that too. So, I, I have my little, I have my little guards here, and I don't, I don't want to release them yet. But shit, man, I have paralysis. I, I, see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not allowed to help you, but I know what I would probably do here. But yeah, me too. Not be, so, read, read. I, I have three or four. Three or four moves here, and I'm just curious if any of them would be the ones that you would do. I still think my queen is the best move, but because the queen, the 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 move with the queen, <clears throat> if they make a mistake, I could capitalize on it. Everything else, they you, don't even have to make a mistake on, and I feel like I lose. Right? You can't you can't base off mistakes. Exactly, especially against right. you especially can't against Razor. Okay, I need to remember that because that's entirely what I base my play off of. I totally thought he was going to be drunk when I was playing him. Yeah. This is bullshit. I was. Why wasn't he? <laughs> All right. We, we went way off tangent there. How do you guys feel about some good old-fashioned doom and gloom to close us out? I'm John. I, I was hoping to talk about the Stack Overflow, but yeah, you, you, you take control of the, of the show. Wait. He, he said close, he said close, close us out. Close us out. We, are we- you do your Stack Overflow first. No, Stack Overflow, we'll save it for next week because that's going to be a long conversation. We're already way over. So let's way close. I, I was kind of pushed to that. Let's close it out. There was a story going, making the rounds this week about a man who was arrested based off of facial recognition data. And if you just read the headline, uh, it, it sounds awful, bad situation. But reading the article, it gets way, way worse. So a police department in New Orleans had video of a crime that had taken place and used facial recognition to match to somebody. They then took the facial recognition match and got an arrest warrant based only off of that issued for this person. Then found out that he lived in Georgia, sent it over to the local police in Georgia, and the local police in Georgia pulled this person over and arrested him. He then spent a week in jail before it was determined that the facial recognition match was bad and this was not the person they were looking for because the man had never been to Louisiana and had no intention of stealing jewelry from a jewelry store in that state. It's like, 
That I was not aware that we could issue warrants based off of facial recognition matches. But that is absolutely what happened. And that we cannot, like with the AI revolution that's going on right now, we cannot let AI be deciding who gets arrested and who doesn't. That's insanity. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's a tool. It needs to be a tool we use just like any other tool. I, I'm fine with it happening, but it needs to be it needs to be properly vetted by human eyes, I feel like. I, I actually had, not to this extreme, obviously, I, I actually had something just happen to me this week. I got I got a I got a what the hell do they, do they call it a notice of delinquent toll evasion violation. I got this in the mail this week. And I'm like, what 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 happened? What ha- what what is that? And uh, I go ch- I go check it out, and it's for a car we had donated to Habitat to Humanity back in June. I guess they sold it, and they uh, whoever they sold it to hasn't changed the plates and did this toll violation. <laughs> so I, I I submit to them, and I don't know if this is a government agency or, or if this is private, which is is a pet peeve of mine. If it's private, if it's not a government agency, but so I, I submitted the I submit, I'd gone through their their chain of. Hey, here's how you dispute this, and you submit the form online. And I'm like, yeah, no, this was donated back in June, June of 2022, and I attached all the documentation I had from Habitat for Humanity. Of hey, thank you for your donation. We've sold it. Blah blah blah. And within ten minutes of me submitting my dispute, within ten minutes, I got a reply email of. Yeah, no, we 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 don't we don't we don't accept your dispute. <laughs> Wait, what? It's been took me longer to write it out than for you to turn it down. See, like, how's that possible? So I, I I called them today, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't submit it right." So I have to I have to resubmit, and I just didn't get time to do it. So I'm hoping for a better outcome. Hoping for a better outcome by next week, but. Yeah, man, I, I'm. With, I mean, it wasn't facial recognition. Sure, I didn't do prison time, but I, I'm feel. I'm like I'm <laughs> feeling the pain. Fuck the man. <laughs> oh, it's a mess out there. But you know, if Louisiana wasn't doing poorly enough, a new law now requires that Pornhub get a copy of your driver's license to access Pornhub in Louisiana. In Louisiana, specifically Louisiana. What? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Louisiana. What real. is going on, Louisiana? You have to get you have to get a I can look at porn license now, yes. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre. It's a real thing. But how uh, I'm curious, how is Pornhub supposed to manage that? Exactly. You can't do it based off IP address because that's they, the thing, they, like but, the VPNs? politicians in Louisiana, yeah. they don't care. Yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah, I know. Yeah, they, you know, they've stopped porn. Huzzah. <laughs> that, was, uh. that was like, uh, I, I saw another article where uh, 
if if over a third of the content is uh, pornographic, of uh, 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 that like sort of pornographic material, then it's a porn site. And if under if it's under a third, then it's not a porn site. And so they were like, they were like, yeah, Pornhub is going to start just like putting up all this non-porn stuff. <laughs> so it's less than 30, it's over, their porn is under 30%. Yeah, it's a bunch of weirdness, man. But you know what's really weird? That I'm still up and I, I, I don't know why I'm still talking to you idiots. <laughs> it's over. We're done. Episode 317 for 2023. Welcome to 2023. Be good people. Be nice to each other. Oh yeah, happy. Be New pleasant. Year. Be happy. You know, push yourself. Achieve your goals. Help others achieve achieve their goals. Help uplift others. And just be generally don't be a dick in 2023. And let's let's see where things you know. Let's see where we're at at the end of this year because it, it should be interesting. I feel singled out. That's gonna be it for episode 317. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shouts out. To PHP, the ugly It's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless you with style So let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom That came from Thomas Yeah, can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP, the programming language About to break it down, no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living? Web applications, okay I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they're getting together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing, keep it ugly We ending every show with the saying, it's lovely, let's go Yeah, come on